Question 113 of Summa Theologica Secunda Secundae, Treatise on the Cardinal Virtues, The Virtue of Justice. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Summa Theologica Secunda Secundae, Treatise on the Cardinal Virtues. The Virtue of Justice, by St. Thomas Aquinas, translated by the Fathers of the English Dominican Province. Question 113. Of Irony in Two Articles. Translator's Note. Irony here must be given the signification of the Greek eironia, whence it is derived. Dissimulation of one's own good points. End of note. We must now consider irony, under which head there are two points of inquiry. First, whether irony is a sin. Second, of its comparison with boasting. First article, whether irony is a sin. Objection 1. It seems that irony, which consists in belittling oneself, is not a sin, for no sin arises from one's being strengthened by God, and yet this leads one to belittle oneself according to Proverbs 30, verses 1 and 2. The vision which the man spoke, with whom is God, and who being strengthened by God abiding with him said, I am the most foolish of men. Also it is written in Amos 7.14, Amos answered, I am not a prophet. Therefore, Irony, whereby a man belittles himself in words, is not a sin. Objection to further. Gregory says in a letter to Augustine, Bishop of the English, It is the mark of a well-disposed mind to acknowledge one's fault when one is not guilty. But all sin is inconsistent with the well-disposed mind. Therefore, irony is not a sin. Objection 3 further. It is not a sin to shun pride, but some belittle themselves in words so as to avoid pride, according to the philosopher in Ethics 4.7. Therefore, irony is not a sin. On the contrary, Augustine says, If thou liest on account of humility, if thou wert not a sinner before lying, thou hast become one by lying. I answer that, to speak so as to belittle oneself may occur in two ways. First, so as to safeguard truth, as when a man conceals the greater things in himself, but discovers and asserts lesser things of himself, the presence of which in himself he perceives. To belittle oneself in this way does not belong to irony, nor is it a sin in respect of its genus, except through corruption of one of its circumstances. Secondly, a person belittles himself by forsaking the truth, for instance, by ascribing to himself something mean, the existence of which in himself he does not perceive, or by denying something great of himself, which nevertheless he perceives himself to possess. This pertains to irony, and is always a sin. Reply to Objection 1. There is a twofold wisdom and a twofold folly. 
for there is a wisdom according to God, which has human or worldly folly annexed to it, according to 1 Corinthians 3.18, If any man among you seem to be wise in this world, let him become a fool that he may be wise. But there is another wisdom that is worldly, which, as the same text goes on to say, is foolishness with God. Accordingly, he that is strengthened by God acknowledges himself to be most foolish in the estimation of men because, to wit, he despises human things which human wisdom seeks. Hence the text quoted continues, And the wisdom of men is not with me, and further on, and I have known the science of the saints. It may also be replied that the wisdom of men is that which is acquired by human reason, while the wisdom of the saints is that which is received by divine inspiration. Amos denied that he was a prophet by birth, since to wit, he was not of the race of prophets. Hence the text goes on, Nor am I the son of a prophet. Reply to Objection 2 It belongs to a well-disposed mind that a man tend to perfect righteousness and consequently deem himself guilty not only if he fall short of common righteousness, which is truly a sin, but also if he fall short of perfect righteousness, which sometimes is not a sin. But he does not call sinful that which he does not acknowledge to be sinful, which would be a lie of irony. Reply to Objection 3. A man should not commit one sin in order to avoid another, and so he ought not to lie in any way at all in order to avoid pride. Hence Augustine says in his commentary on the Gospel of John, Shun not arrogance so as to forsake truth. And Gregory says in his commentary on Job 26.3 that it is a reckless humility that entangles itself with lies. Second article, whether irony is a less grievous sin than boasting. Objection 1. It seems that irony is not a less grievous sin than boasting, for each of them is a sin through forsaking truth, which is a kind of equality. But one does not forsake truth by exceeding it any more than by diminishing it. Therefore, irony is not a less grievous sin than boasting. Objection to further, according to the philosopher in Ethics 4.7, irony sometimes is boasting, but boasting is not irony. Therefore, irony is not a less grievous sin than boasting. Objection 3 further, it is written in Proverbs 26.25, When he shall speak low, trust him not, because there are seven mischiefs in his heart. Now it belongs to irony to speak low, Therefore, it contains a manifold wickedness. On the contrary, the philosopher says in Ethics 4.7, those who speak with irony and belittle themselves are more gracious, seemingly, in their manners. I answer that, as stated above in question 110, articles 2 and 4, one lie is more grievous than another, sometimes on account of the matter which it is about, Thus a lie about a matter of religious doctrine is most grievous, and sometimes on account of the motive for sinning, 
Thus, a mischievous lie is more grievous than an officious or yokosa lie. Now, irony and boasting lie about the same matter, either by words or by any outward signs, namely, about matters affecting the person, so that in this respect they are equal. But for the most part, boasting proceeds from a viler motive, namely, the desire of gain or honor, whereas irony arises from a man's averseness, albeit inordinate, to be disagreeable to others by uplifting himself. And in this respect the philosopher says in Ethics 4.7 that boasting is a more grievous sin than irony. Sometimes, however, it happens that a man belittles himself for some other motive, for instance, that he may deceive cunningly, and then irony is more grievous. Reply to Objection 1. This argument applies to irony and boasting according as a lie is considered to be grievous in itself or on account of its matter, for it has been said that in this way they are equal. Reply to Objection 2. Excellence is twofold. One is temporal, the other in spiritual things. Now it happens at times that a person, by outward words or signs, pretends to be lacking in external things, for instance, by wearing shabby clothes or by doing something of the kind, and that he intends by so doing to make a show of some spiritual excellence. Thus our Lord said of certain men in Matthew 6.16 that, they disfigure their faces, and they may appear unto men to fast. Wherefore, such persons are guilty of both vices, irony and boasting, although in different respects, and for this reason they sin more grievously. Hence the philosopher says in Ethics 4.7 that it is the practice of boasters both to make overmuch of themselves and to make very little of themselves. And for the same reason, it is related of Augustine that he was unwilling to possess clothes that were either too costly or too shabby, because by both do men seek glory. Reply to Objection 3. According to the words of Ecclesiasticus 19.23, there is one that humbleth himself wickedly, and his interior is full of deceit. And it is in this sense that Solomon speaks of the man who through deceitful humility, speaks low, wickedly. End of question 113 Read by Michael Shane Craig Lambert, L.C.